Ladies and gentlemen, Jason B. Good morning, everybody. How are you all doing? Welcome to Good Vibes with Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. It is Friday, May 31st. We're going to talk a little bit about trolling and the people that get in your way and a few other things. So stay tuned. We're going to take a brief moment just for our sponsors. You know, the anchor thing that they give you for sponsorship to earn a few little cents every time you make something or someone listens to you. So if you haven't taken the opportunity to download the anchor.fm app, I would suggest doing so. It gives you a wonderful opportunity to message me or add your opinion, spread an idea, or even just say how thankful you are for the message that I'm going to produce today. So let's get started and we'll be right back in just a moment. Okay, let's get started with the episode. So we're going to talk about trolling. Is there personal trolls in your life? Now we all know, or at least most of us know, that trolling is a personality that comes and likes to interrupt your shit on the internet. Yes, I said it, shit. Now we all have those little moments that we can be the pessimist or we can be the promoter. But a lot of times people are pessimists, if you know what I'm saying. And we have to really think about how we project ourselves, how we promote ourselves, even when we're joking. Now, lately, I've been getting a little bit of a personal troll within my circle. And so I had to check them yesterday and I basically had to tell them what it is, what it was, and why are you doing this? You know what I mean? And they had a personal beef that I didn't even know about that had unrelated matter to what I was doing and what I was going through at the moment. Now, we all have a hard enough time to get through our days, but we also have to think about how we're promoting the next person, how we're thinking about how we make a difference in somebody else's life. Because every time you say something, you're going to echo an energy or a vibe in somebody's life. Now, not always can we be concerned about someone's feelings because we have to attain ourselves or achieve ourselves into the higher self, right? Or push ourselves to go to the next level. I've had some personal issues with a few things in my life and I've been adjusting to them. I've been trying to take care of them, working on that personal development. But then here comes a personal troll, right? And this is somebody who was in my circle who I thought had my back no matter what. But when I approached them, I was like, hey, how you doing? And then I come to find out just by a little something they said, keyed me off to something else other people have said around me. And I was like, well, who told you what you, what you're saying? And they're like, man, I'm not going to be a snitch, but I'm like, well, if you're saying something to me now, you kind of are being a snitch if you ask me, but we're going to adjust to that. And we're going to turn what that troll is doing in your life into something different in a new life. So I took the time to take a listen to what this troll was saying and why they were saying And it was just in casual conversation. And they said, I told you so. Now, who loves to hear that or who likes to see it? Most of the time when someone says, I told you so, it means they're coming from a place of hurt, pain, or frustration. 
They may have said something of knowledge that you chose to ignore at the moment, or maybe you decided to store it away like in a file cabinet. I always take a little bit of all my information, all my suggestions from what anyone has to say to me, and I keep it in thought. May not be the decision that I'm going to make for the long term, but I always try to keep it in perspective. Now, sometimes people know half of something, know something of something, or they know what the hell they're talking about. A lot of times we rely on experts, but who can be really be an expert these days These days, when people are always trying to change how they feel or how they think to fit in the moment? Well, that's one of the things that has gotten me personally in trouble. It's what exactly what I've been thinking about. You know, when I say something, when I give a piece of advice, when I tell people, hey, you know, I really think you should do this, you know. Sometimes it takes just a little bit more than just telling someone, but it takes time to listen and actually look at the situation at hand. And you know what? I've been so grateful and so blessed to have the mentors, the teachers, and the wonderful people in my daily life. Without you all, my supporters, my cheerleaders, my promoters, I would not be a quarter of the man, I have to say, that I am today. Because you know what? I have been seeking on my own journey and I have been seeking a lot less in advice, but people along the way see my hard work. They see my dedication and they see where I'm trying to go. They're always trying to cheer me up. Hey, Jay, how you doing? So let me just also take a brief little moment to give a couple shout outs. First, let me say PDE. Thank you for the intro. I'm going to be using that on my, my show daily. You know, I thank you for the freestyle intro that you made for this episode in a previous episode that I made before. Second, I want to say thank you to Mika Drake, you know, God's gift, you know, Hey, you've been a blessing. You know, I know I gave you a little bit of advice. I encouraged you in a moment of need, but I just feel like the universe put me in that place to give you or to propel you into the next journey. Then I also want to take Maria Humph, you know, thank Maria Humphreys for always being a good fellow podcaster friend and a spiritual sister, I guess you could say. She's a metaphysical, a meditation teacher, I guess you could say. And she's also a personal trainer. She has a daily show called The Strong Body, Strong Soul. So check her out. I also got to thank Mr. No Show for the wonderful uh, conversations and intellectual conversations that we have. I totally appreciate you. Then there's the guru, Lupus Warrior. Hey, you know what? I haven't heard from you for a while, but then yesterday, surprise, out of the world, you come up and say, hey, Jay, how you doing? You know, don't be so depressed. You sound kind of down. But I want to tell you, everyone's going through something, and it's just how we're handling it. Now, not always do I have the amplified energy to make the episode that I really want to make, but I try to put out content. But I also listen to my content over and over. I'm my own worst critic, but I try to put out the best material for you people. So anyway, those are just a few shout outs that, uh, in recognition. Oh, also Dwan and only thank you for the call in and, uh, cyber shots. Uh, Hey, thank you for, you know, cyber shots. Check out his episode on cops. You know, I was listening to him and he gave me a shout out cause me and, uh, Mr. No show last week, we're having a discussion exactly about our culture, our community, how we react to people, how we act towards you know, officers of the peace or police, sheriffs and whatever, law enforcement, you know, what we say and how we act is going to be interpreted good or bad. 
we have the responsibility of talking about it. Me, Mr. No Show, did that. And Cybershots created two episodes on his personal podcast and was talking about the shout outs and his interactions of how he's dealt with the police. You know, it's a different perspective. Now, let's get back right back onto the topic of the show. So, getting onto the trolls. So, like I was saying, I felt like some people just they want to sabotage you because they're too busy being hurt, right? So how do we turn that around? So they call it making amends. You know, in the Jewish culture, they they don't necessarily believe in heaven. They believe in making amends with your situation uh, when, you know, something's messed up, you know, whatever. Maybe I got that wrong, but it really sparked something in my life. Are you making a mint? So I took that person aside and because we were in a group setting and they were talking to me, you know, when they said what they said, even their little snippet of what they said keyed me off to what other people were already telling me, you know? So I went up to him. I said, Hey, can I have a minute of your time? I'm going to talk to you on the side over here. And I go, Hey, have you been saying such and such? And, you know, it can affect me personally and professionally. I mean, Hey, my profession is based on reputation at times. Your personal reputation is everything at work, you know, especially when you're dealing with people who don't even know you. You know what I'm saying? So I took him aside and I said, hey, uh, so what's what's the deal? I heard, you know, some other people have been telling me some things and I kind of feel like the source is you. So what is it that your personal beef with my situation or what I'm doing? So they sat down and they were mad. They were like, you know, personally offended that I, I I pulled them aside and pointed them out. And I said, I would rather you find out now me face to face talking to you, not behind your back, but recognizing that you have a little bit of my time today because you can affect my day in a small degree. But whether it be that small degree or small element or um, ingredient, whatever you want to call it you know, it's time and it ripples out through life. So when we were talking and we're sitting, I'll say, Hey, you know what? You said something the other day that really pissed me off. And I said, okay, was it about you? Was it something that you were involved with? And so they told me and I was like, okay, all right. But without like really making them feel more offended, I said, okay, So what I said, did I mention your name? No. Was it something that you probably felt it was pretty uh, close to being about you? Well, yeah. And I said, okay, so let's go over that a little bit. So what I said was, and I said, they said, yeah. And I said, so were you going through that personal issue yourself? Yes, I was. And I said, were you aware or unaware that I may have known that? And, and they go, I thought you might've, I thought, you know, I've hinted towards you. And I said, Oh, aha, there it is. The hint. So whenever you're having a possible conversation with people, you know, one, two, three, or more, you know, sometimes you're going to say things that it's going to strike a nerve in someone. And they felt like they've been hinting what was wrong to you. But in essence, it really had nothing to do with you. You just happened to be in that place at the time and you touched on a subject that's something they were going through. So I said, you know what? My apologies. This wasn't meant towards you, but 
How are we going to repair the damage that you're causing, that you're telling other people about me? Now, it's kind of gossip if you really narrow it down. I said, you know what? No offense, but you've been trolling and you've been using my name. So if we want to continue this relationship, friendship or otherwise, we need to do a little bit of repair. Now, if you feel I made an example out of you, then I'm going to bring it up publicly and I'm going to say something and I want to make you whole. But if it's not that important, you know, what are you going to do to help promote your name and my name? and who I am, and who you are at the same time while trying to spread good news and positivity. So my friend came up to me and says, you know what, Jay? You're all right. You're good. You know what? At least you're man enough to admit to your mistakes, but you're right. You you didn't personally uh, say my name, and it wasn't necessarily that you were pointing me out. And and the reason why they were saying, I said, you know, not always am I going to notice the signs, you know? And here's one of the things that can happen in like, for example, relationships. I remember at times my, my ex-girlfriends would say, well, I hinted towards you. I was here to tell you what was happening. And I said, you know what? Unless you're willing to say it straight out, hinting doesn't always work because it leaves room for mystery. It could be anyone's game, anyone's time. So what are we going to do about that? You know, and a lot of times, you know, I hate to say it, but typical girlfriends, no matter what, they don't want to own up to their shit. They do not want to do that because if they're seen fallible, you know, that means that their position any time they take it is going to be undermined. And I and that's the way I've thought, you know, and but when I take time to explain it to them, like, does your hint get the message? Well, and, and their message a lot of times would be like, well, it should be obvious or common sense. Hello. And I was like, well, nothing is ever just blatant unless you're straight out saying it. So if you are afraid to say it or felt nervous and thought I was going to pick up on the hints, what does that make you? Every time I say something to you, it's going to be, you know what? I'm going to be as real as possible. And sometimes I am joking. So. Your personal offense may not be my offense. So, you know, that's just talking about relationships. So have you ever done that? You could be the troll in your relationship. Like you could be sitting there festering and pissed off while saying little comments and things to undermine your partner. And yes, it does happen on a regular basis, even when you're joking. One of the things that I suggest in relationships, especially nowadays, is always be a promoter of your relationship in your relationship. If your woman's got something to say and she's stressed out or your man's got something to say and they're stressed out, listen to them. That is the key. Listen to them. You may not agree with them, but validate their experience by like, you know what? I'm going to take a few minutes to really hear what you have to say because I care about you. And you know what? A lot of times that may solve the problem right there. You know what? And it goes along with what I'm saying about trolls, you know, like, but then there's some people that are just haters automatically. They hate your prosperity. They hate what you're doing. They could care less about you or anyone you have to deal with, but they want to rot, throw rotten apples in your fresh apple bin. That means they want to, you know, ruin the whole damn, you know, ensemble of the fruit that you're producing. And you don't even know why. Maybe you don't even can't even fix it yourself. 
You know, it's their permission, you know, for you to cut ties. Now, how many times have you had to cut ties because of that? You know, let me tell you, I, I've been the one to be the rotten apple at times. I was irritated or jealous of what that person was doing. And so, you know, it's like, oh, they ain't all that. You know, one of the things that I, that gets to me at times is that, you know, uh, I'm said, oh, you're a know-it-all. And it's like, uh, what do I say to that? You know, I could, I could say, no, I'm not. I, and they're all, well, you come off that way. And I'm like, what way? You know, and that's the other thing. Sometimes people, they, they just have this strong personality. They have this strong confidence. And sometimes it can come off way egotistical or even um, what's the word I'm trying to think of right now? Arrogant. You know, arrogant is like talking about the knowledge, but it's actually the absence of knowledge and working only on the basis of assumption. So, these are little coach and development moments. And, you know, this is where we got to take the opportunity to recognize within ourselves that maybe the tone of voice that we're using could be all wrong too at the same time and offends people. But we can't always worry about how people are feeling because we got to achieve the objectives in our lives, the goals. Now, I notice that I tend to surround myself with people that are goal oriented goal setting and goal getting. There's a huge thing in that. A lot of times these motivational speakers, Les Brown, Tony Robbins, you know, ET, Eric Thompson, the the hip hop preacher. I love them all to death. And you know what? If you really listen to what they're saying or need to be motivated, they're just telling you that the things that you choose to ignore that, you know, when you're either blaming or pointing out an error and this is why I do this, you know, whenever you think that way, you got to take the opportunity to think about, Hey, am I trolling myself and I'm trolling myself to other people? Um, you know, like when people use those self-describers, like Wayne Dyer would say, well, I've always been this way. That's how I am. You know, great book. You ought to check out by Wayne Dyer, erroneous zone. He talks about a a certain part of the chapter where um, or Aaron's zone, excuse me, where he says we use self-describers to hide the insecurities of who we are, which also can build those trolls. You know, you know, here's another example of trolling. So I was watching Instagram last night and they were talking about Drake and Drake has been one of those people that has been in and out of the media on at NBA games. Dude's like talking to players like he's on the bench or some shit like that. You know what I mean? And yes, that's a little bit of trolling, but I think it's hilarious. This dude who is a music star has to go and kind of interrupt players, players in their flow. And so like, for example, ESPN has been showing highlights of him. Like, like to me, it's like, wait a second. We just finished you know, the Western conference and the Eastern conference finals. Now we're at the national NBA finals, you know, and you know, the golden state warriors, they lost yesterday, 118 to 109, I believe it was, or was it 108? Something like that. Anyway, I didn't even watch the game, but all I heard about or saw comments about was Drake, you know? So it's like, and then like the funny thing that, you know, yesterday during the day, they were showing how the NBA put out cards on every single seat. Basically, do not touch the players. Do not 
interrupt them or whatever. And this motherfucker is basically going in, excuse my language, but he's going in and palling around or talking smack to players on the floor in the middle of the game. Now, it's up to the players whether they want to respond to heckling or not. But at the same time, you know, Drake is being a little troll. I mean, he's talking to Steph Curry um, about probably his game or something. You just see this picture of him, like, just getting all pissed off with his little Raptors jersey. And I was like, man, Drake is being a troll. He is an NBA troll, but stick to making music and leave your comments on the side. You know, there has never been a fan that I have ever recollected on or seen on NBA or baseball games that is getting under sometimes the skin of the players. So maybe it's interrupting their game. That's an example of a troll. Um, also, there are trolls who are on the internet, say like you post something on Facebook, something you, you're like, whatever. And it's open to public that anyone can say, and someone says some shit, you know, it's, there's always going to be a troll of some kind. So we got to think about that. So, um, you know what I mean? Like you just have to do the best thing possible. Now there are times you're going to be irritated. Like someone is doing some really stupid shit, but you know what? Let them, if it don't affect you, it don't pay your bills. If it don't get, if it gets in the way of your personal life, you know, or your life period, then maybe you might want to say something or maybe you might want to just get out of the situation. But as far as your personal trails, it can be a family member. It can be someone in your re- a relationship with you. It could be a friend, a colleague, associate, boss, anyone. It could be even a customer who's hating on you. You know, I've had that too. You know, I remember when I was a waiter, there were certain customers and I come in and I would personally like do a beeline to the back and tell the host, Hey, I do not want that person around me. And sometimes these people would request me just to heckle me, you know, and I would tell them flat out, look, I'm not up for it today. You know, I'm straight out, you know, I'm not going to deal with it. And, and they would think it's funny, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm here to make money. So what I would do, I would personally tell my boss, I need a 20 minute break. I do not want to deal with this customer. I've dealt with them in the past. And my my boss would be like, okay, go ahead. Take a 20 minute. I'll have someone cover your station. So when they would request me, you know, they'd be like, what up, Jay? Where are you going, Jay? And I'm like, whatever. I don't really care. You know, so I walk away. And then, um, oh, yeah, I remember in this customer so well, too. Because I remember on my one of my last days of work, I went up to him and I said, hey, how you doing? Uh, you know what? I've been working here for a long time and for a long time. You're looking for me like I'm your best friend or something. But you get, like to heckle me around other people that where people can hear me. I just want to know what's up your alley, man. You know, is there anything that I can do for you or have I ever offended you? And they were laughing at me right in front. Of me, and I'm just like, OK, I'm thinking in my head, ghetto ass, you know, whatever. People got to do that shit, you know, for entertainment. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this right now. I'm getting ready to leave this place, but I don't ever want to see you, man. I don't want to ever wait on you. Don't talk to me. I have no business with you. And my boss heard it. She's like, oh, Jason, get in the back. Talk to me. She's like, why did you do that? And I said, because every time I come around, they want to talk to me. And they've been heckling me. And I was just like, you know what? But I'm doing the thing to adjudicate my situation. 
She's all, well, there's better ways to do. And I said, yeah, you know what? You're right. There is better ways. So there's always a response and a consequence for every action in every situation. It's how you take it. You know, now I'm not saying every way I do it is the best way, but at least we can take in the perspective of making it the right way when we are conscious of it. So that's all the time I have for this particular part of the episode. Thank you all so much for listening. We're going to move on to the next segment. Hey, everybody, I'm back again. Now, I was making an episode about uh, trolling and personal trolls, but I wanted to add this little segment onto that episode. So I'm in downtown, and uh, I'm not going to say exactly where I'm at, but I was witness to um, a mom literally yelling at her, her 10-year-old son, right? And they, they had to go to juvenile court because the kid kind of screwed up. And I was just overhearing what, you know, what the kid was facing. I guess he had, uh, he had stolen his friend's bike, and the bike was worth like over $1,100. So it's, it's considered grand theft, right? And, like, the mom was just, like, outwardly screaming her whole entire lungs out and I'm outside the court and like cops are walking by and they're just looking and they didn't really stop or say nothing so normally I would have just kept walking in because I got shit to do but I just was thinking I was like man that kid (laughs) poor kid he's really you know taking it you know and I'm sitting there and I'm trying to text message um, my company and, and, and trying to get something done and the mom is just like wailing away, just like, and I was like, by by all means, she she should, you know, to a point, but, you know, it raised something of awareness in me, you know, and it's like, I know that every time I yell at my kids, it's got to be for a short little burst, because, you know, if you are going to yell, you are losing emotional control, right, but sometimes that extra bark kind of like snaps them to upright take care of their situation or own up to it but oh no this lady was like yelling and screaming at her son outside of court for at least 10 minutes and like i said the cops are passing by and they just look in and like they're about to say something but they just kept on walking to the courthouse so i was like okay well no one seems to be seen but everyone's looking right so i approach i i, I get done texting and i go up and i was like enough's enough you know so i go up and approach uh, the lady and her son, I said, excuse me, and uh, I don't mean to interrupt, and I don't want to, uh, you know, get into your business, but you are making a very large spectacle out of this situation, and I want you, I don't mean to say this, but I don't want you to think that I'm calling you out just for nothing, but, you know, do you think that your son is feeling your words, and the lady's like, who the fuck are you, you know, like, like, wanting to go off on me, right? But I'm like, no, seriously, you know, you can yell at me all you want, but you are making a spectacle of shame where this kid is going to remember this day for the rest of his life. You know, I overheard your whole situation, you know, and the lady's like, good, good. You know, and I'm like, she's all, because I got to pay. I don't know how I'm going to come up with this, you know, this fine or whatever. And I said, I said, I got you. I got you. You know, how much is the fine? And she told me she's like $100, right? $100 fine. The kid's got to do some community service. I said, if 
it helps you, I'm going to give you $100 to pay this fine right here and now. You know, and but the condition is, can you stop yelling long enough to realize what's going on around you? And the lady stopped, like, getting an attitude. She, I was serious. I popped out a $100 bill. I was like, I wasn't fucking around. I, I was being serious. And the lady was, like, looking at me like, what? You'd be willing to do that for him. He don't deserve nothing. nothing. You know, and she's trying to explain to me. And I'm like, look, I, I'm a parent, too. I'm a father of three. I have a 23-year-old, 11-year-old, and a 1-year-old. And every single one of them is messed up in some way. And I, I'm, I'm right there with you. You know, hey, sometimes I get heated and I got to let them know. They got to feel what, what I'm saying. Cause sometimes you just talk to a brick wall. I get that. But just remember, did screaming and yelling and where so many people are looking at you, is that really going to make a difference to him? He's already embarrassed. And the lady's like, I said, I just want you to think about this. Don't fuck his head up and train him to be something that you never wanted to be. As a parent, I'm all, did your parents scream and beat your ass? She's all, oh, every damn minute. Uh, and I said, did, did they ever just, you know, go too far? And she's all, all the time. And I said, so what would you have wanted if you're in your son's place? What would help you make the difference? And she's like, you're right. And she hugged her son. And she's all, I'm hugging you because I'm sorry. And she's telling us right in front of me. And I'm like, look, I get it. You know, I get it. I just want, I don't want nothing to happen to you. Because these cops have been walking by you, and you ain't noticing. You know? And luckily, you ain't beating his ass in front of everybody because they take you in and haul you in, and then you'd be paying a bigger fine. She's all true, true, true. So the point of the moral of the story is, it's not always our job to call out people on their bad. Not always. But when it you take your personal drama and make it a public service to everyone else, like, damn, that kid's really getting it, you know, and it's taking too long, is the kid really learning? Is the person really learning? Does screaming get you anywhere? Speaking from somebody who's been through enough shit in my life, I can't recall that ever screaming ever got the message through enough to me. You know, you're going to make mistakes. Parent, kid, doesn't matter. You're both going to make mistakes. But if yelling and screaming is in your path, you know, it it just doesn't help anybody. And it creates a trauma. It's like even now, you know, as I think about it, when I was growing up, my mom used to scream and yell and throw shit at me and just tell me I'm the biggest fucking loser in life and and whatnot. But what I realized, what took me to not become a loser is understanding that she's heated. And see, nowadays, kids don't under... They, they take it to heart way more than they're just heated. They start believing that they're a piece of shit. They start thinking they're not worth it. And so what it also touches on, like, it makes me think about, you know, like teen suicide and all that. You know, some of the things I've read and heard 
it starts with that parenting, the attached parenting or the de- detached parenting. You know, the screaming, the beating. It doesn't help nobody. And so I, I think about this, like, how can I better get my kid to understand what I'm saying and to help them, you know, just own up to it. And so that they can be a whole human being, not worried about, man, my mom used to abuse me. You know, abuse in families is is rampant, and especially when these uncertain times, the way to a happier life and a happy household is community. In order to get that, we have to evaluate the tools that we use for discipline, the tools that we use for communication, the tools that we use for uh, education of becoming a better person. And if you've never realized that, even if you're in a relationship and your man or your woman has to yell and scream and puff up to you, here's my advice about relationships. If someone has to raise their voice so much for such a period of time, you know, walk away. Walk away. And if they come back and they do it again, walk away for a little longer. If they do it, you know, next time, Cut it loose, get rid of it. It's not worth your time. It doesn't matter what they have over you. It doesn't matter if they the amount of money or position because your own personal security as well as the security of whom you're around is important. So when you're thinking about, you know, coming down on your kids and they really screwed up, don't... Hello, it's Gigi from Bright Beautiful World. Um, I was just wanted to call in and say I've been listening to your podcast this morning and I've really been enjoying it. Um, it's really motivational, actually, without being preachy, if that makes sense. Anyway, I'm really enjoying it. I've just listened to your episode about trolls, which I think is something we all come against. And I think you dealt with it really well. I was actually at a party, a birthday party the other day where someone who follows me on Instagram had a couple of things to say, which was interesting. And I thought the way you dealt with the mother and the child was very kind. And I'm just going on now to listen to the bit about networking on your next episode. So I can't wait to hear about that because it's something I really struggle with. Anyway, I'm looking forward to your next one. Bye.